Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is David. Today, we will be discussing tests for peripheral venous and arterial insufficiencies. As you know, we have previously discussed arterial ulcers versus venous ulcers. So make sure you head over to that podcast episode to listen to it for additional review. Now let's start off by discussing the test of peripheral venous insufficiency. There is a wide range of tests that can be used in order to detect venous disease and dysfunction. Today, we will be discussing a few of those important ones. The first one to discuss is the percussion test. The purpose of this test is to examine the competence of the greater saphenous vein. This will be performed in standing as the examiner palpates the greater saphenous vein distal to the knee with one hand while it is tapping six inches proximal to the knee with the other hand. Valvular incompetency can be concluded if pulse wave is felt by the lower hand. Now let's discuss the Trendelenburg test. The purpose of this test is to identify vein incompetence. This will measure the time taken to refill veins in the dorsum of the foot. The test is performed when the patient is lying supine with the leg being tested elevated to allow venous blood to empty, which can approximately last for one minute. You, want, you will want to secure a tourniquet, which is a tightened strap, around the proximal thigh to prevent backflow. After one minute, the patient stands, which at this point you will observe for venous distension. If veins fully distend, Within five seconds before the tourniquet is released, then valvular incompetence is within the deeper veins. If veins fully distend within five seconds after the tourniquet is released, then valvular incompetence is within the superficial veins. Another important test is the venous filling time. The purpose of this test is to observe the superficial veins of the dorsum foot. This test is performed by elevating the limb and then the lowering of the limb to a dependent position. You should note that the time and you should note that time and how long it takes for the superficial veins to refill. A normal finding would be within 15 seconds. Less than 15 seconds would indicate venous insufficiency. Greater than 15 seconds would indicate severe arterial insufficiency. So before I dive into discussing arterial insufficiency tests, I want to review two additional tests, which are used to assess both peripheral venous and arterial insufficiencies, which include the Doppler ultrasound and the air plethysmography. So first, the Doppler ultrasound is used to determine the blood flow in both arteries and veins, which can then help to assess for venous or arterial diseases. 
The test is performed by using a handheld probe, which produces audible signals when placed over moving fluids. If there was no audible signal, then this meant that there was no fluid movement, which also means no perfusion. The Doppler ultrasound examination of the venous system is more subjective than the Doppler ultrasound of the arterial system. So next, the air plismography test is a non-invasive test for both arterial and venous circulation. To perform this test, a pressure cuff is used to quantify volume changes during rest, while standing, and also during light walking. So now that I've reviewed those tests that assess both peripheral venous and arterial insufficiencies, let's review some tests that only look at arterial insufficiency. So first up is the ankle brachial index, or ABI, which is an important test to review. This is used to determine the loss of perfusion in the lower extremity. The ABI is performed by using a Doppler ultrasound. The ratio of this index is determined by dividing the systolic blood pressure of the ankle by the systolic blood pressure of the arm, or brachium. In the ankle, the systolic blood pressure is measured from the dorsalis pedis or posterior tibialis arteries, while the arm is measured by the brachial artery. The systolic blood pressure is measured bilaterally in both ankles and arms. The higher systolic blood pressure value is used to calculate the ABI. So now let's review the ABI values, which are extremely important to know, especially for the exam. So if an ABI is greater than 1.2, this can indicate a falsely elevated value, arterial disease, or diabetes. If the ABI is between 1.19 to 0.95, this is normal. If it is between 0.94 to 0.75, this indicates mild arterial disease or positive intermittent claudication. If the value is between 0.74 to 0.50, this indicates moderate arterial disease or positive resting pain. And finally, if the ABI is less than 0.50, this indicates severe arterial disease. So next up, let's review the Ruber of Dependency test. The purpose of this test is to examine the lower extremity for ischemia. The test is used by examining the skin color during limb elevation, followed by examining the skin color when the limb is lowered into a dependent position, which would be in a seated position with the leg hanging. Normally, the skin should return to a pink color. If the skin color becomes a dark red and it takes greater than 30 seconds to appear, then this is an abnormal finding, indicating arterial insufficiency. And finally, the last test to discuss is intermittent claudication. First, what is intermittent claudication? This is when an individual has pain or cramping in the lower extremities while walking. This is commonly seen in patients with chronic arterial disease. The cause of pain is due to the exercising muscles not receiving proper blood perfusion to maintain their normal function. So the subjective rating of pain with intermittent claudication is as follows. 
A grade one is described as minimal discomfort or pain. A grade two is described as moderate discomfort or pain, while the patient's attention can still be diverted. Grade three is intense pain. The patient's attention can no longer be diverted. And grade four is excruciating and unbearable pain. Now that you understand the test for venous and arterial insufficiency, here's a quote from Arthur Ashe. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. Keep on fighting, final frontier warriors. Go after your dream. You can do this. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior. And you will pass. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.